Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. We talk about organizations and one of the ways that you can exceed in an organization and in life is by finding a mentor. And so our next guest is going to talk to us about how important mentorship can be. And that's something that I know a little bit about personally. Uh, And I'll talk to him about that. Marcus Allen is joining us now. He is the head of Big Brothers Big Sisters here in Philadelphia. How are you today, Marcus? Tanya, I am doing great. Uh, Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm looking forward to engaging and, and, and have your listening audience hear about what we're trying to do here in the greater Philadelphia area. Now, as the first black chief executive officer in Big Brothers and Big Sisters history, you probably know a little bit about mentoring. Were you mentored and has that helped you in your career thus far? Oh, absolutely. I'm, 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 I'm 51 years old. I'm still being mentored, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I got to tell you, I, I, I wouldn't be here today, I don't think, if it wasn't it wasn't for mentors throughout my life. The earliest I can remember was uh, when I was 10, 11 years old, and there was this, you know, African-American man, black man who was a cop. And um, I wasn't good at sports early on, and he kind of took me on his wing and, and, and breathed life into me. Uh, and has been in my life ever since then. So um, this, my job is really a life passion and, and something is my way of how do I pay it back? Mm-hmm. Or how do I pay it forward? And so uh, I am so blessed and honored to be in this role to, to, to give agency and give experiences and opportunities and access to other kids like I was. If there is anybody out here who doesn't quite know what Big Sisters, Big Brothers uh, is or what they do, why don't you explain that as much uh, in as much of a nutshell as you can? So I think, you know, the the quick uh, ingredient on it is Big Brothers, Big Sisters organization. 2025 will be celebrating 110 years of service to this community. Uh, It's an organization that believes in putting a caring, compassionate adult in the life of a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and that relationship, that friendship, helping that young person, uh, navigate the challenges and barriers uh, of life. Um, we're, uh, the largest one-to-one mentor organization that's evidence-based, meaning that the work, the model that we utilize has been researched and has been proven to work. And so I'm so glad to be able to have a model that we can bring to our community and, and be leveraged. Now, can anybody be uh, a part of Big Brothers, Big Sisters? Is there a specific criteria that uh, you must uh, be able to uh, have in order to become a mentor? Uh, I, I think the first the first criteria is that you must care. Mm-hmm. Right? You must care about the community. You must care about be able to have the ability to care for someone else's child. Mm-hmm. Right, that's first and foremost, and be able to keep them safe, uh, create safe and engaging spaces and places for them. And so uh, we have a, a very rigorous background screening um, because at, at the end of the day, these are somebody's babies. And so, um, you know, mentoring is one of those where we have to do our due diligence on FBI clearances, background checks and 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 and, and references. But that being said, does it not preclude people who because oftentimes it's hard for us to recruit brothers. Mm. Right. It's hard for us to get black men to be and, and brown men, BIPOC folks to be a part of this, particularly if in their background, they may have been arrested for something. And so, you know, the if you haven't 
molested, you know, some sort of sexual assault right. on children or adults or, or aggravated assault or, 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 or you know, worse, um, then we want to talk to you like that. That weed you sold back when you was 21 and now you're 40. <laughs> like, hey, you know, right. we all change. Right? And, right. and And some of those experiences made us better people. And so we want to, talk, you know, if you're interested and you believe you have something to bring to the table, we want to hear from you because it doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take, you know, uh, a lot of time to change the life of a child. I've been a big now in our program for five years. Mm-hmm. My, my little was 14 years old when we started working together. And and so and I have four kids of my own. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, how am I going to take on another? You know, but what I'll tell you is I spent, you know, on average, we asked that you spend two to four hours a month for 12 months. Like it doesn't take long to to make an impression. It's just the consistency kids need to see consistency right. and so my little knew that he was going to see marcus allen twice a month right. every month and 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 what i brought to the table what we asked other uh, uh volunteers to bring to the table is this idea of can i listen can i empathize we're not asking volunteers to be teachers tutors second parents you know uh any of that stuff it's really really about can I allow a young person to just be themselves and them to feel comfortable to share with me? No judgment. And you would be amazed at what that can do for young people. So that's what we've been doing. I would not be amazed because I actually, uh, though I didn't come through Big Brothers, Big Sisters, uh, I started out with a mentor just as you, uh, a mentee, just as you have when she was 14 years old. Now she's 35, I think. (laughs) Wow. Still in my life. She's become a member of my extended family. Uh, my family knows her and has known her. And I would say uh, Natisha her, is her name. And I would say one of the most rewarding relationships I've had uh, in my life. And so it's mm. not it's not just mentoring someone else. It's almost like they're mentoring you in a sense because you are able to provide, um, as you said, consistency and caring and just be part of someone's extended family. It was a, a fantastic experience for me. So I can absolutely relate Um and I, you know, I, is there a particular need, uh, per, especially in Philadelphia, for black men to be mentors? Uh, because obviously we have our challenges in the city and it does seem as though, as you referenced, it can be harder to, to encourage uh, black men and men of color to become mentors. Well, I'll tell you, since the pandemic, uh, volunteering has gone down across the country sure. in Philadelphia. Um and believe it or not, in Philadelphia, even though Philadelphia is a majority black city and our program is majority black kids, we probably have 60 to 70 percent of the kids we serve are black. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rest, the majority of the uh, remaining are mostly Hispanic. And so um, but the, and I'll say uh, and nothing is wrong with this, but uh, most of our bigs are white. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think part of that reason is because. In some way, we're trying to figure out, like, what message are we sending to the black community that more black men aren't signing up to be bigs? Right. And I refuse to believe that black men don't want to do this. I just think that we are not communicating with them in the ways that we we need to. And, and part of that is coming on this radio station. Mm-hmm. Right. Speaking directly to our black community instead of just, you know, we go into communities, we serve their kids. But we need to let people know that we are here. Like oftentimes when there's a big and a little that are 
are spending time and, and, and doing activities, people don't know it because it's not like they have on a shirt. Like I got on a big brother and sister shirt. Like <laughs> right. they don't have a shirt. Say I'm a big and I'm a little. So it's happening in our black community, but our black community are not as aware unless they're directly impacted by it. Sure. And so what what I what I'm looking at in 2024, particularly this is a great month for us to be talking because this is National Mentor Month, January. And so what we are looking at is having a targeted approach to the communities where our kids come from. Mm-hmm. And so how do we go in and engage those zip codes where we know we have kids on a waiting list? We have almost 800 kids waiting for a mm-hmm. big right now. So let's, we're uh, identifying where are those zip codes where we have the most kids waiting and go directly to those same neighborhoods. Because what we're finding is a lot of our traditional bigs are uncomfortable going into places like Philadelphia, Camden and other places because you hear on the news, the crime, you hear the guns, the, the shootings, you hear the, the the homicides. Sure. That is a real thing, um, but it may not be as real as the perception, mm. right? It's, it's a very small, small percentage of our community who are doing that stuff or engaged in that. And so um, we saw this as an opportunity to say, okay, well, I know someone who is not afraid to go in those communities. Right. And that's the people who live in the communities. And so Big Brothers Big Sisters, we decided, okay, how do we canvas, market, uh, get community trust of those communities so, so they can help us help them? Right. So that's what we're doing in 2024. So I have to ask, do you think that one of the barriers is, and and certainly this is Big Brothers, Big Sisters. So I know that there is a need uh, for Big Brothers and Big Sisters. But when it comes to Black men and men of color being mentors, you yourself have uh, are a big and you have a demanding job. You have children. Is it time and is it resources? And is it that kind of thing that you think may be an obstacle um, it could be for some people or it, whether real or perceived. Um, I, 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 again, I, I just think that, you know, what I hear is that, it, you know, I'm too busy, like when things settle down, when I'm more stable. And that makes sense to me. That makes all the sense in the world. Sure. Um, but I also know that there are a lot more people that are more busy than I am that are doing it. Right. Right. And to your point, are experiencing that 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 sensation of I thought I was going in to give to someone else, and I'm getting more out of this relationship than I believe the the little is right. than my mentee, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that happens all the time, and 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 understanding this idea because I came from this community, uh, you know, the, the black community where we have our own interpretations and language around mentoring, and we have to understand that. Mentors aren't people who go in and say, I want you to be like me. Right. Mentors are people who go in and say, hey, I want to help figure out how do we get you agency in your life so you can make decisions that are best for you. Right. And I want to humbly walk beside you if you allow me while you navigate these obstacles. And so I think when you look at it from that perspective, it takes some of the weight and burden off of thinking about, man, these kids got so many issues and challenges and am I too old to relate? Are they going to be looking at me? Like, listen, I got a lot of gray and that gray is there because I got a lot of experience, right? Um, (laughs) Right. There's knowledge in that gray. There's knowledge in that gray, Tanya. Um, But there, there are so many kids that can benefit from just being around you. And so, and I think that's part of the, the barrier that people don't feel worthy Mm. that they have something to give to a young person. 
and they start to ask themselves questions like, well, what would I do twice a month? Like, is that going to, I don't have the money to spend on that. And so Big Brothers Big Sisters, we say, we make it easy. We have a lot of free events. We take kids to the Sixers game, the Art Museum, the Eagles. Like we do, we have a whole lot of activity that we do all month long. Like you can be a great big and never spend a dime. Right. So we take that off the table. And, you know, I always say, too, that it's the time. It's the attention. If you are talking about people who are coming from some of the neighborhoods that have challenges, sometimes they're they're young people who are just not getting that kind of concentrated time. And I'm always trying to encourage our elders that sometimes feel as though they are no longer viable in our community or that they, you know, if they're retired and, and people are not calling upon them for things the way that they used to, that if they can step up and provide a lot of service in our community that they may not even be considering. Because I could see this as somebody, you know, there are a lot of kids out here that don't have grandparents. So if they go out with someone who is a mentor uh, or big brother or big sister, uh, that's going to be something that just in the time spent is going to be valuable to that child. Totally agree. And and the example you gave was great because that's what I normally hear. Like people who are, you know, you know, a little bit more experienced in age in their 60s and 70s um, are, 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 are thinking that they're not good. I have we have a, a program that specifically is geared towards senior citizens. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it is, is one of our most exciting programs, because when we were first starting, you, you had these people, the older people say, hey, like, what am I what do I have to offer to a middle school kid? They're not going to spend time. And when I tell you those kids come in there. And uh, we got one program in Pottstown and the, the, the director of the, the of the center says that they've never seen those uh, participants and guests in their center as excited and as energetic as they are when those kids come in and they're working with them twice a month. Sure. And so, um, yeah, it, it, I, everyone, I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm just of the belief that everyone has some sort of redeemable qualities that can be leveraged and passed on to our young people. And so I, I think Big Brothers Big Sisters give, gives people an opportunity to, to get off the sideline, not to say that everyone's on the sideline, because the other issue too, Tanya, is a lot of our black men are already giving back in so many other different ways, right? Mm-hmm. And so now it's like, I'm competing with, okay, well, if, if I'm gonna do Big Brothers Big Sisters, I'm gonna have to take this off the table, right? right, right. And so I, I, I just don't want to send a message to anyone that our black men aren't involved because we got our black men are really involved in the community. We're just we see the benefit of getting more involved in Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Marcus Allen, CEO of Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Thank you so much for being on Reality Check today. If people want to find out more. What do they do and where do they go? They can go directly to our website, independencebigs.org. Uh, independence is Philadelphia is the birthplace of independence, right. independencebigs.org. And if you want to be, uh, inquire about becoming a big, just click uh, be a big at the top. If you have a kid who's looking for a mentor, just click get a big at the top of that uh, website. Got it. Thank you so much for sharing uh, all the information. Uh, and hopefully we will be able to sign some more folks up uh, to be bigs. I, I know, as I said, how rewarding it can be to mentor somebody. So thank you for coming on with us today. Absolutely, Tanya. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.